Welcome to the Every Day is Saturday podcast. The number one motivation show on the planet. No more Mondays for you. It's time to make every day Saturday. This is the podcast where we help you to accept who you are, not where you are. On the roller coaster of life, you know we only sit in the front seat champion. So make sure you are fastened in Let's go. Tired of feeling run down all the time during the week? We can help you make every day feel like it's a Saturday. Let's go pack your bags. It's time to leave Averageville. Introducing the man who thinks abnormal stands for above normal. When you're on fire, people will travel from miles around to watch you burn, baby. We are fired up. The host of the Every Day is Saturday show, Sam Crowley. Hello, champion. Welcome back to the Everyday Saturday podcast. I hope you're having an amazing day. It's Monday, fun day, every day that ends in Y is your day. Uh, hey, eight days from today, week from tomorrow, January 25th, I'll be in Orlando. Uh, no charge. Just want to hang out with you for a few hours. You can go to everydayasaturday.com forward slash Orlando for details. Uh, would love to share with you uh, some really motivating content as well as some real uh concrete like sink your teeth into this meat type of content you can launch your message today hey if you want to work with me one-on-one always space available for the next great coaching client just get on my calendar go to launchwithsam.com and book a call and i will call you hey i want to talk to you about a little issue we had around the crowley compound recently and how this affects you and what it means to a lot of people out there uh you may or may not know i've talked about our 200 year old farmhouse that we own here outside of cincinnati it's funny how that story happened. Uh, what was it? 20, uh, 2017. Uh, 2017. So it was a Christmas of 2016. Right at the end of 2016, I watched a documentary on minimalism. You may have seen it on Netflix. It's really good. These two guys went way off the deep end. But I'm telling you what, great content there too because it shows how they minimalized their life. Like down to a knife and a fork, one shirt. No furniture. I mean, nothing. I don't even know if they owned a car. I forget the documentary, but I remember the the basis of it was we don't need most of the stuff that we have. I mean, how many people do you know with a storage facility? Maybe you have one. Storage shed, you pay 100 bucks a month. It's just a bunch of junk that you don't even see, and you're paying you know over 1000 bucks a year to store it. You know, we just got we just so much excess. So anyway, that kind of hit me along with the journey we've been on with our daughter Susan and all of that, and I'm just like, you know, uh, we don't need the McMansion anymore. We need a big house. You know, I got when I was back in the corporate game. And so put it on the market, found a house uh, with an acre of land and an in-ground pool, but 200 years old, my wife's dream house. She's always wanted to, you know, have this old, like the Waltons, you know, or little house on the prairie. That's kind of what we got, you know? So we moved in April of 2017. Now, when you got a house that old and it doesn't have that foundation of cinder blocks, it literally has... Uh, rocks for the foundation, like big, huge boulders that they made foundations from back in the 1800s, you know. And so that's what we got working. And there's, you know, every now and again, uh, hey, if you can see sunlight coming through, there's probably an opportunity for a rodent to get in. And so we had a mouse uh, running through our living room. We were, I remember we were putting up the Christmas decorations, and I think it was a weekend before Thanksgiving maybe, and a mouse is running. We got We have – Five cats in our house. Yeah, five cats. You wouldn't even know it. You could eat off our floor. It's like my wife. We have two litter boxes, five cats, 
My wife cleans the litter box like two or three times a day. I mean, the kids love cats. We've had them since they were a little girl. Our oldest kid, even the one in college when she was little, we've got cats. So we've always had cats. They're not even outdoor cats, but they're cats, farmhouse cats. And they're chasing us mice around. And, oh, my God, it was crazy. So the mice, the mouse ends up going down into this little crawl space underneath our fireplace. I mean, it's just nuts. Anyway, long story short, we have quarterly extermination. And you may be wondering right now, what in the heck four minutes in has this got to do with? Well, I'm going to share with you, okay? So we have quarterly extermination that comes out. My wife's like, get that guy here tomorrow. I'm like, okay, honey. So I called a guy, great guy, Kevin, came out. And he's like, yeah, you know what this was? It was probably a little miles. Was it little? I'm like, I don't know, dude. I don't, I don't, I don't even want to know. It was running so fast. I don't know adult from small, but I don't want to know. He goes, well, chances are. He's not a normal mouse because a normal mouse would never go anywhere near where there's five cats, first of all. And they would never be on your main level. But here we are. So um, we have these bait, these mouse bait stations throughout our crawl space and behind our refrigerator if you pull it out. And um, the stuff in the basement gets eaten every now and again. Um, so he goes, here's some old-fashioned mouse traps. Actually, I went and got them at Home Depot, paid about a couple bucks for them. You know, the old-fashioned, you flip them back and quick gets the mouse and these ones were a little bit more advanced than the one you're probably thinking of from like the 1950s not much it's a black plastic mouse trap you put a little peanut butter in it and you know if, if a mouse comes around whoosh, that's it uh he's had his last bite to eat and that's what happened uh i put a couple in the basement and went down to check the next day and there they are you know uh they met their demise in our cellar there so in our crawl space and the reason i share that with you is you know, that's a that's a great analogy as we as we always talk about people that look back and say, hey, how'd I get to this spot in my life? How'd I get so out of shape? How'd I end up in a job I don't like? How'd I end up in this relationship? You know, on and on and on and on and on. You know, specifically about the job. You come out of college at 22 here in the U.S. most times and you interview and you're in and you're like, hey, this is awesome. Until it's not so awesome when you're looking at 42 and you don't really enjoy what you do and you feel like, oh, man, I'm missing out on the best times of my life. My kids are growing up. I'm missing Johnny's football game and Susie's dance recital. And, you know, my spouse needs me at home. I'd like to go for a walk in the park at noon instead of having to wait till 8 o'clock at night. And, you know, how would I get here? You know, well, it's kind of like that mouse. You know, you went after the peanut butter or the piece of cheese and you end up trapped and you can't get out. And you think, wait a minute, I went after that job, I went after the money, I went after that big home, I went after all of this that I thought was important in life. How do you end up in this trap? See, the illusion was, especially with the mouse and with most people, is that you think you're in control. You know, you think you're in control until you're not. That mouse thought he was in control. The one that ended up meeting his demise in my basement, he's like, oh, I'm just going to grab a little peanut butter. I got this thing. Look at that. Sniff it up. Boom. You know? You're not in control. You're not in control. If your purpose is not dialed into exactly what you love to do, and I mean it, man. I mean, this is no joke. I'm 54 years old in June. Oh, my God, just saying that. My mom turned 54. I mean, I thought she was 154. That's how old I thought 54 was, you know, and that's why I'm working out like a maniac. It's January 17th today, 17 straight days of working out. Um, cardio four days a week, strength training three days a week, haven't had alcohol since January 10th. I mean, I feel pretty damn unstoppable right now, and I'm only I'm only 17 days into the new year. And you know me, I'm not one of these New Year's resolution guys. And by the way, we forgot the funeral podcast. I know the loyal listeners are like, hey, what happened January 15th? We normally have a funeral, 
uh, to celebrate all the New Year's resolutions that died. 95% of them die on January 15th. Um, how sad is that? But, hey, a shout-out to everybody that gave it that two weeks into the new year. But seriously, you think you're in control. You're going to that job every day, or maybe you're owning a business. Look, how many times do you know people that own a business, but not really the business owns them? And they went after that piece of cheese or the peanut butter in the trap many, many years ago, and they're like, it's been 15 years. What am I doing? I'm not even happy. What am I doing it for the money? Money's an illusion as well. You, I've, you know, so How many rich people do you know that are miserable? I know a lot. I know a lot of people that have a lot of money that are very, very unhappy. Now, I know a lot of people who love their job, you know, because I meet a lot of people. I make it my purpose to go out and meet and talk to people. And when I really get them in a conversation, I don't come out of the gates with, hey, my name's Sam Crowley. Do you like your job? But it gets to the conversation where, hey, what do you do? Oh, man, how do you like it? And right away, you can tell. It's a, there's a tell right there. Oh man, I, and there's guys I mentioned. My buddy JMA, I golf with over the over the summers. He loves his job. He's a nuts. I mean, this guy loves nuts and bolts. I never seen anything. He loves hardware, nuts and bolts. He's amazing at what he does. Great guy. He's somebody that if I had a seminar teaching people how to love their job, I'd have my buddy John Michael out there. You know, but those are few and far between. You know, most people are like, eh, you know what? It's okay. Imagine doing that every day. It's okay. It's all right. You know, I don't mind it. I don't mind it. You got one life to live. What do you mean you don't mind it? You should be doing something that you love to do. But, Sam, the money. I make a lot of money. Oh, okay. All right. I mean, do you make any memories? Or, or are you just chasing it? Are you just like the Iron Bunny at the racetrack? You know, the Greyhound racetracks, the dogs that chase that bunny they in the middle? They never catch the bunny. It's designed not to be caught. It's fake. It's an iron bunny. goes around the inside of a racetrack. I first saw one in Houston in 1993. I went to a Greyhound racetrack. It was flipping amazing. I did a podcast about that, I think, back in 2008, talking about the iron bunny. But you, that's what you're chasing. You're never going to catch it. Oh, I want to make hundred grand a month. Then you'll be wishing you would make two hundred grand a month. I want to make ten grand a month. Yeah, I've been there. That was a goal of mine back in the day. Got there, and I was like, oh. I, I, I remember I sold $150,000 in one hour from stage. One hour. And I got done, and you know what? And I'm not even kidding, and I'm not – look, you know me, okay? I'm as, I'm as real as they come. The crash was way worse than the high. The high was seeing everybody sign up for my program. 150 people bought a $1,000 program after I was done speaking. That was the high. The next best high, maybe even better, was inputting every one of those orders into my merchant account ching, 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 on a flight home. I remember when, uh, from LAX to Atlanta, I had a, uh, a layover between Atlanta and my destination. And a guy on the flight's like, what are you doing? I go, I'm inputting orders. He goes, I know. I've seen you put like 100 of those in. There's $1,000. What the hell do you do? I go on the speaker. I just sold a program from stage for 1000 He goes, oh, my God. But then I had to fulfill the program, which was great. I loved doing it. But then the money was and reinvested, 30% went to the government, and then it was it, you know? My point being, the money was here and it was gone. That's why they call it cash flow. Comes in, goes out, comes in, goes out. Worst thing you can do is hold on to it with a clenched fist and think it's going to do something for you. So my point of all of this is, if you're that mouse and you're in the trap and you're caught and you're wondering how you got here, it's because you were never in control. The key is to get yourself in control. Start learning something. If you don't have specialized knowledge right now, which I know you do, everybody does, but if you feel like, well, maybe I could learn a bit, little bit more before I launch my own movement, well, then go ahead and learn a little bit more, and you won't feel as trapped. 
because when you have options, you're not trapped. If that mouse had another option, he would have never got caught, but he wouldn't. He had one option. His nose was a radar. He went right towards it, but he thought, and he was kidding himself, that he was actually in control. He didn't know that thing was going to collapse down on him. And that's most people when they're 70 years old. They didn't know how it collapsed down on them. Life closed. The window closed. That's it. It's over. We all got an expiration date. So my question to you is, what are you going to do before you expire? Are you going to keep doing the same thing, expecting something different to happen? You know. And when I tell people, hey, book a call, book a call, I get on a lot of calls with people, great people from all around the world. I mean, all around the world. And I can tell within five seconds if they're going to be a great client. And I always say, look, if I can help you, I'll let you know. If I can't, I'll let you know as well. Because this has to be a good fit for both of us. And when I hear the energy, I can tell you right away. If it's somebody, I use my buddy Luke Madej, as you've heard on a podcast, as an example all the time. Luke and I had a conversation for eight minutes, and he wired me twenty-five grand. That was it. He didn't need to, he didn't know anything. I don't, he didn't even need to see an agreement, a contract, nothing. Luke's going to be in Orlando. He lives in Orlando. He's a multimillionaire now. <laughs> I mean, this guy, he slept on a dirt floor in Haiti. Before he immigrated to the United States, uh, he majored in nursing in college. He was an audio engineer. Never finished either one. Never got his degree in either one. Now he's uh, flipping real estate, and he's a multimillionaire, man. It's amazing. Luke's going to be in Orlando. He's a friend of mine now, but I didn't know who he was. Showed up on my calendar, Jean-Luc Medeus. And he said, hey, I want to work with you one-on-one. I'm like, great, let's do it. He's all right, how much? I said, 25 grand. He's great. What, uh, can I wire you the money? Like, yeah, let's do it. Amazing client. Amazing client. And then the opposite of that would be somebody's like, uh, you know, and I have my, I'll do the podcast for you. I'll launch it. It's three grand. It's all done. Two weeks. Entire podcast. Rocking and rolling. Three grand. And again, the great clients are like, oh my God, let's do it. You're going to do all. Yeah, I'm going to do it all. I'm going to teach you how to talk, what to say. I'm going to put all, the entire podcast together for you. All you need to do is do what I say. That's it. Your podcast is live on iTunes in two weeks and you're getting downloads. And then if you want to work together, continue. I'll show you how to market it. And I'll show you how to make a lot of money with it. All right. That's it. Pretty straightforward. Three grand. Everybody's got three grand to put on a credit card. Everybody. My daughter, who's 16, has three grand. Okay. Because she works. And that's it. I mean, everybody has the ability to get that any kind of money when you're in the pain and you don't and you want options and you want to be in control. And then there's the opposite. The flip side of that is I'm like, well, you know what? The timing's not right right now. And that's a dead tell as well. Because this is a person who's been saying the timing isn't right for the last 30 years. The timing's never going to be right if your mind's not right. If you really don't want to make the difference, if you don't. And I'm not talking about my coaching. I'm saying anything. Weight loss, relationships, finances, whatever it is you want to do. You're always going to be saying the timing isn't right when, in fact, the timing was best 10 years ago. The next best time to do it would be right now. You know? But the illusion is you think you're in control. You're not in control. You're not in control until you have options, you got your purpose dialed in, and you're ready to go for that dream. That's when you know, well, at least I got a control over where I'm going. I don't know exactly what the zip code is I'm going to end up in, but, boy, the journey's going to be fun, more fun than any I've done in the last 25 years. So just understand, life is so short. The window is closing every day. You look in the mirror and you say, oh, I look the same as I did yesterday. Yeah, that's true, but you don't look the same as you did 10 years ago. You know, Life has a way of creeping up on you every day, day by day. Day by day. Look at a photo of 10 years ago. You're going to think, well, 10 years ago wasn't that long ago. I probably don't look much different. Take a look. Take a look. See the crow's feet? You know, see the laugh lines on your face? A little bit of gray hair? Yeah, it starts to sneak up. But take a picture today and then take another one tomorrow. You won't see any difference. Eh, There's no difference at all. It creeps up on you. That's why. And when you let these opportunities go by and you're like, I'll try, I'll do it. I'll do it in a few days, a few months. You know you're not going to do it. You've been saying that. 
Whatever it is that you want to do, do it today. Start doing it today so a year from now you don't look back and think, well, I mean, just look at January 2022. It's January 17th. What were you doing on January 17th, 2021? What were you doing? You know, look back. Take a look at your calendar. If you got you know, I look at my Google calendar. I look six months back, a year back. Who do I have on the calendar? What was I doing? What funnels was I running? Where was I speaking? A year from now, I'm going to look back and think, wow, Orlando was amazing. So happy I did that. Don't care if there's five people there or 105 people. Doesn't matter to me. I got there put myself out there. I know I'm going to meet the next amazing connection down there, probably a few of them. You know, that's going to that are going to bless me. That's what it means to always be dialed into your purpose. And when that window's closing on your life, man, you keep thinking you got time. I'm telling you, the one thing you don't have tomorrow is any more time. One day, one more day is gone, 24 hours is gone. It's just gone. You're getting it back. So what are you going to do? You know? So I want to share this message with you today about the 200-year-old farmhouse. By the way, we took care of the mouse problem. Haven't seen a mouse since that weekend before Thanksgiving. All is good. All is good. Uh, poor mouse. You know, he, his last day was back in November, but he thought he was in control. And he wasn't. You know, that peanut butter was an illusion to trap him, like those golden handcuffs at the job that you get to trap you, to stay there so you can never leave. But you got options. And you got greatness inside. All right? So let's go. Have the best day ever. And that's a wrap. Another Everyday Saturday podcast in the books. Thanks so much for listening. Would you do your boy a favor? Would you get on iTunes or wherever you listen to the Everyday Saturday podcast and leave a rating for the show? It helps amazing people like you find the show faster. And that's what I'm looking for, amazing people like you. Hey, I'm always hanging out on the interwebs. You can check me out on Instagram, at Everyday is Saturday. Let me know you're listening to the show. Love, 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 love hearing from fans of the Everyday Saturday podcast. And one last thing, when you're ready to launch, get on my calendar, go to launchwithsam.com. You and I are going to work together to set rocket fuel to your dream. Are you ready? Let's do it. I'll see you on the next Everyday is Saturday podcast.